Bizzle. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. All right, ladies and gentlemen of the Bizzlecast, welcome back to the Awkward Controllers with my boy Ethan, a.k.a. L underscore Fedorable. I believe this is Awkward Controllers number eight. Um, we have some huge, uh, well, it's not huge news because it didn't just come out, uh, but a lot to dissect about the, the partnership between Nintendo and Microsoft and potentially how big or exaggerated or both this whole thing is. Ethan is going, is the expert on this and is going to educate us. Um, but Ethan, I wanted to start first because I finally dove into Destiny 2. I want to talk a little bit about what we were playing and then what will the Nintendo, um, Microsoft Microsoft thing will be the sort of um, uh, stake in the middle of this whole thing. So, welcome to the podcast. And does that sound amenable to you? No, nothing ever out of your mouth sounds amenable to me, Jesse. <laughs> ever. Like when I told you the fake uh, poll with nineteen percent that you believed was a real poll. That was one of the best ever. That was that was great. Yeah. Like I, that that was totally accidental. I'm not smart enough to set up something like that. <laughs> Um, I should have known because I would have seen it too. Well, you know what it proves is is that even you know that I'm a Facebook whore, and so it is somewhat easy to believe that I would do something stupid like that on Facebook because that's the one thing you know. This is true. Like I said, I I almost got de-docked because of the Alana Pierce situation. I mean, I was close, man. Like, I'm glad I caught that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure they would have come after you, but I'm sure you would have gotten. They they did. They they were tagging me in their hateful troll comments. Um, and then that's, well, yeah, dust, D- dust and mm-hmm. dust and getting hate mail on Facebook are different things, but mm-hmm. they are not necessarily always unhanded and handed. So, yeah. And what's, what's so fascinating about Alana Pierce is, you know, the whole, the whole horrible Gamergate thing with fake geek girls, you know, the accusation was, oh, they're just using their attractiveness to you know, succeed in this industry that they normally would not succeed in, um, which is wrong. First of all, that they have to actually work harder, regardless of how attractive they may or may not be as in all industries, Ethan, but you would agree in the video game industry in general has been dominated by men on all levels. Um, what? No way. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, um, I, I I gotta say, man, I, I, I love Schreier's podcast and his friend, his sidekick, whose name I always forget, uh, who wasn't on this week, as they talked about uh, playing Bloodborne, actually, um, is a really nice guy and super smart. He's very funny. One of his 10 predictions for 2019 is that Xbox would announce that their next console is the Xbox 2. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Which I never thought of, but but I, I will say I really like the the woman that he's working with. They got great chemistry, and, and it, it's actually a better podcast with just the two of them. Very fun talking about Bloodborne. This, he's just getting into Dark Souls for the first time. Um, point being, you know, luckily we have smart young men and young women in the industry now, and like everything with your with your guys' generation, it's not that there's no mistrust, but like. Things like transgender, gay people, people of color to your to you, especially growing up in Philadelphia, is like, right? Like it's it's like not even a thing until people make it a thing. And, you know, even when I was going to school, some of that stuff was like was a thing. Um, so really quick uh, to follow that train of thought, I have a funny question for you. Then we're going to talk Destiny two, then Nintendo. Um, is do you agree that? Um, 
with let's say uh, people um you know 18 to 30 that you follow online are you seeing more representation in general um or still a lot of, still a lot of white guys on on twitch and so forth i it's it's the internet so it's just all diverse it's just all diverse um while i wouldn't say it's more women i what i will say is i do see a ton more lgbtq representation mm-hmm. more than anything yep um because you can because while only you you either have like in a sense you have to be black or have to be white because of your how you're born you can change who and or uh who you like or whatever so are there any there's a ton more representation in that sense are are there any women at all that you that you follow or or read or anything like that, that 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 you like or people uh, of color, international people, like anything. So part, not particularly, but here's the other issue with this. And this is where the question is biased for me, mm-hmm. which is I don't do a ton of, outside of my friends groups, I don't do a ton of social media and look at and read stuff I'm just along about those lines. I'm just talking about Twitch. Uh, yeah. No, not particularly. Hmm. Um, okay. Um, so... I'll say that it is for sure, but you know the early pioneers like Felicia Day got nailed during um, fucking Gamergate. I almost don't want to give it a name, um, but luckily, as usual, the smart nerds won. Usually, the smart nerds have to beat the the dumb idiots, but this time yeah. the smart nerds had to beat the dumb nerds. Uh, and that's what happened with Star Wars too, by the way, uh, with all the hate of Kelly Marie Tran and, and Last Jedi, is that the much larger group of diverse people uh, di- ran a lot of the trolls off the off the internet. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't you know I check in on Twitch here and there. You know I love Dodger. The problem is there aren't that many Dodgers who's just balls to the wall. You know all the guys respect it, is an insane gamer and just like has a huge following. I mean she's got yeah three hundred thousand followers on Twitch and another like six to seven on on Twitter. Um, and and, and the, the the other problem with that is is like not as and she plays not as many games. or as not. No one else is as big as her, or or most are not. No, as she's big tiny. As her. She's like four four eleven. <laughs> big following wise. Yeah. Um, yep. And so 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 that that's the other problem with that. And so I think when I think in the next five to ten years, when mm-hmm. their culture is kind of a little more closer bound with pop culture, mm-hmm. we'll see a lot more quote unquote gamer girls being invested, and mm-hmm. thus naturally uh naturally uh girls will be drawn to girls and guys will be drawn to guys in the sense of following and whatnot so hopefully that helps shift some of the balance there um so uh so you know dodgers best best buddy and they do tons of podcasts together jesse cox um you know he got hunt but i think 300,000 people watched the first episode or two of him just playing Horizon for four hours straight uh, when it came out. He, he played the whole, he never does it. He played the whole thing. Um, but he brags about having 18% female audience and he's not joking. Like, that's good for most gamer dudes. Yeah. Uh, do you know who, yeah. do you know? And I think, and I, I, no, I, think, I think if, I think if more females were willing to come out online and say that they were female that would also help 
Yes. Uh, that, 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 that would be bigger for a lot of other people as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, do you know who there has... Is there, there is that. So, uh, there there um, is that issue. So uh, of the... Uh, I've done some research on this. Uh, of the uh, the Twitchers... Or, um, yeah, Twitchers who are, you know, at a million or near a million, like uh, of that level, uh, you know who has the highest female audience is, is Cry, Cryotic, who doesn't show his face famously ever. He has funny drawings of himself. He's got 770,000 on tw- on uh, Twitch. He's got like 40% female, and it's so it's hilarious. You c- can't explain it. But, dude, girls are, uh, I mean, girls. Women statistically are almost as involved in video games in the important ways as men, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that will have to be a discussion for another time. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Okay, dude, before we jump into Destiny 2, I have to say, how long ago do you think the show slash Sony Studios knew that the Bryce Harper signing 30, uh, $13 years, $330 million with the Phillies, then on the cover the same day. How far, you know what I mean, uh, ago do you think they knew or had to know about that to have the cover ready? I mean, they didn't even try and hide it that they knew. Um, just to look behind the industry, this could be purely speculative. If you had to take a guess, when does Sony know about this? I don't think they knew at all. I think they knew how many deals or how many teams were, were going to grab him or who was, or who he was going to sign with. Like they, they know they're like, okay, his agent's talking to these teams. So all they did was, they know that then they should have a better sense. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. So all we're going to do is take a photo of Bryce Harper in four or four shots where with him wearing four, the four teams jerseys. That's it. I, I'm sure. I, I'm sure they had a photo ready for whichever team he went to, and just put, just slapped it on the cover. They're like, "Yep, it's already pre-approved. It's already processed. Done." They put okay. it out as soon as the deal was announced. I'm sure it was done way in advanced. Okay, so l- l- advanced. let me let me let me close the question into actually make you make a prediction. So let's say they did know um, at a certain point. There's no way they did. Well, just listen. Just let's. Uh, they uh-huh. had a sense. They were told by a source. Right, they're all big corporations. They all want to make money. This is great money for the Phillies and Bryce Harper and the show. So, from a um, financial standpoint, uh, see, this is the thing, man. You have to look at the financials. You look at the financials. When Netflix was canceling all the, all the Marvel shows, I was the only person, literally, on the internet going, "This is bullshit. They're just going to move it to Disney. We're going to move it to Disney." I was like, "Oh no, it's all over. They've already announced it's getting moved to Disney." I'm not bragging. I'm saying if you look at the financials and the way companies conduct themselves, I know that's just a mock-up of Bryce Harper, but it looked like a pretty sick cover. So the only reason I'm dwelling on this is I, I we talk so few, little about sports games. I do love baseball. I don't play baseball video games. It's just not my thing. Um, I would play hockey or, or FIFA, honestly, would be my the two I might play. Uh, I definitely play FIFA. I love... FIFA's great. FIFA's like a strategy game. Um, but... Um, 
I, I was just curious. My guess is two weeks ago, it, it, it became apparent within the organization and someone slipped something to someone and it wasn't like Sony committed, but they were like, okay, let's, let's get a really good mock-up. It seems like this is happening. Because even the manager a few days before was having trouble keeping the secret in, even though he shouldn't know. So I think this was actually done much earlier. Um, so, uh, so last question here, and then we got to talk destiny, which, which is, do you care about, I mean, are uh, you into baseball? Do you care about baseball? That this signing, I am a Philly sports person. I'll say that, uh, it's, it is definitely a big deal, Mm -hmm. uh, for baseball and for the Phillies in particular. Uh, it's cool to see, it's cool to see the Phillies on the front of a major, uh, sports publication. Uh, for a sport, major sports video game, um, it's a badass yeah, picture. At, 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 it's a pretty cool looking picture. Yeah, um, it's, it's nice. I, I can't, I can't wait to go pick it up in a year from now when MLB The Show Twenty is out and someone else is on the cover, and then I can put it on my wall for uh, cool look, cool, cool props. I can't wait till it's four dollars in a year, so the, I can buy it. I, I might <laughs> buy it just because. Baseball is the one sport I love, but I doubt it because I just am going to want to play FIFA. Um, It's a good game. Dude, I had no clue. Okay, here we go. Let's get in. Let's get into Destiny. I had no clue Sony owned the the show. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, we never talk about it as an exclusive, but that sells a lot of copies. Well, well, sometimes. Here's the issue with like the show. It sells at least 10 each year, I bet, for baseball. Baseball well, makes almost, dude. Baseball generates more money than football does because it's an international sport, right? right. And including Japan, what, by the way. Guess, guess what? Also makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Games that people actually buy. Mm-hmm. When 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 you sell like games like MLB The Show, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with MLB The Show. Yes, I'm not going to discredit that it sells a lot of copies. Yes, I'm not going to discredit. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk yes, about this. Fact. I just wanted to talk about Bryce Harper and baseball because I love baseball. Okay, well, let's let's get in let's get into it here, man. So, I saw Destiny Two for literally five dollars and forty nine cents at Best Buy. I went back. I got it. Uh, I asked you about Destiny 1. I was very, you know, wasn't sure. The bottom line is, man, the reason I have stats is because I did play with my neighbor. I forgot. Like, right when the PS4 came out, my neighbor, who used to be a good friend of mine, now we don't really talk as much, Kyle, I used to be over there all the time. I must have signed in at some point uh, and played some Destiny because he was into it, even though he was a total beefcake jock guy who mostly played sports games. He loved Destiny. So that's probably why. Decided to go into two. The opening two hours is absolutely thrilling, but then you're thrown into the arena and, you know, respawn, 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 which I'm just not used to. In addition to having not really played a shooter, an extended shooter since the PS3, man. I haven't played, I never played in a full shooting campaign FPS on the PS4, unless you can think, remember one that I did play that I can't remember. You know what games I play? Play the th- uh, you know, I play third person. No, I, I wonder if I would do better in third person. I think I would because it's like Mass Effect. Um, it's cheating, I know, because you can see around corners when you're in third person. But no, I mean, if if it's a third person game, then it's a third person game. If you like third person more, you might like the division. Which 
yes, I wanted to ask you about the division because it keeps. And now that I wasn't listening to the Co-optional podcast for a while because the TB's death just made me so sad, um, and I didn't want to listen to all these people that I really enjoy talking about it because it just made me sad. Um, but I, I came back. His wife's running at Jenna Bain. God bless her. Beautiful, awesome. Keeping keeping it alive. I mean, you got Dodger and Jesse Cox. You're fine. They get gr- great guests. Um, but uh, uh, for I mean, the division is on their lips a lot. They're not really Destiny players. But dude, every video game person I listen to. I mean, I let's good games, which is two or three women who are excellent. Uh, the only other video game podcast I listen to normally other than, than Shriers, they're fantastic because they're so like, like not annoyingly not nerdy, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. but the main one man had God of War one forsaken two. And one of the girls I thought was going to be like, what? But then I realized they know each other or whatever. And her, you know, her thing was she wanted to award the best games, but also the ones she played the most. I know you would agree with that thoughts. Yeah. I mean, and then we're going to talk about me playing some more, but I'm curious what yeah, you think yeah. about, about, about the, you know, Shriers constantly talking about it. Alana Pierce. Con- I mean, literally everyone I read loves destiny Two. It, it, the, the, <sighs> And being independent, sorry, can I just make one more point? I'm going to let you talk for a while Um, because I keep forgetting to make this point. I apologize, which is it being independent status now is going to help it a lot because people are going to want to support it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so not like charity, but no, no, no. I understand what you're saying. Uh, I can I can go off on that particular point on a tangent for a whole podcast. So let's not do that. But um, I mean. Yeah, I don't want to talk Every, business here. I want to talk the culture everyone, of people loving the game now. Everyone has everyone has always known the potential for this game. And only with Forsaken has it started to finally start to come out. Mm-hmm. And it is it, it's a whole it's a whole different feeling. Um what's really interesting about Destiny is among the two live service games that are the most popular and have like actually fulfilled their live service potential models, uh, you could count the division in that, but I'm not going to because it's the, the it's it's definitely in third place mm-hmm. among Destiny and Warframe. Mm-hmm. Um, it it definitely it definitely feels like this era's WoW experience mm-hmm. because just like WoW everyone was like, holy crap, this is an amazing game, and it built itself up over the years in the same way as other live service and, and, and other games do it. When I throw out live service, just, just as clarification, many people are going to jump to an inclusion that it's an MMO, and in most cases that you is... You to warn me twice very- in the early game not to screw with people. It should have been well-labeled, dude. It's little things like that, you know? That, You know, again, in Witcher, you never come into that situation. It doesn't take you out of the game. Right. And with your situation, I'll comment on your situation in a second. But so <laughs> Ethan's being nice. My situation is, you're okay, kid, but you need a lot of work. <laughs> no, I mean, with... Let me com- let me comment on your situation. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry, I've been interrupting you. Go ahead on all any it's of these in all these topics. It, it's just, it's just the, the game is finally making progress for the first time in a while. In a while, it's starting to make beautiful. progress because because God is a beautiful because 
because after Destiny 1, they've released Destiny 2 incomplete, rushed out, and because Activision what well, is Activision. And and so uh, the game is finally making progress again after a year of a slew of updates that had to fix that that put in a ton of effort to fix the game. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully going forward, after the annual pass, which is this year's version of Destiny's expansion pass to keep content flowing uh, out the door to keep Destiny players happy because Destiny, it, this is one of the things you're going to learn as you play Destiny more and more. Destiny is always good so long as there's new, there's, there's new stuff. I don't want to learn do. anything. I just want to shoot shit. I, don't, I literally, I want to no education. There is all, and Destiny <laughs> is good as long as there, there's more stuff to shoot. Look, look, the game is beautiful. I played for, I think, two and a half to three hours. I have to look at my Twitch stream. Um, having not played a shooter in a long time, I had a blast. It, you know, I always get annoyed with jumping mechanics in every game, and so I just said, "Fuck it, I'll come back." You know what I mean? I have no. I mean, I told you. What did I say to you about the controls? I said they were as smooth as Horizon. I, in no other game I've played are the stick controls as smooth as, smooth as Horizon. Now I'm playing in 30 frames, right? Um, not even you're playing at 24. Okay. I'm playing 24 frames, which doesn't bother me because I, you know, I'm a movie guy. Like I don't understand the people who turn the de-juddering on their television to make it super smooth. It looks horrible, like a bad soap opera. Um, and I, so I, you know, I keep my television at 24 frames per second, you know, whatever I'm watching. Um, so that doesn't bother me, but the fact that that's the case, man, in horizons, you know, locked at 30, I mean, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, and if it can get me, and by the way, bec- the fact that it's independent and it's, I think, on the upswing and, you know, so many people I respect, people I know and listen to loving this game, loving the core mechanic of the game and they keep making the content better. I have to say, man, if Nathan Fillion or um, uh uh, Gina Torres or any of them had stayed in the game more like Idris Elba and the, the modern warfare games, it would have, you know, it, it wouldn't be so hard to frame those essentially multiplayer missions as single player missions with a little bit of finesse, but that's a tiny complaint. My point being, I can understand why Activision fired 800 people. It's it's barbaric, and their CEOs should be fired and spread the money out a little bit. However, I can understand it. What I can't understand is why Activision tells Blizzard to get rid of Destiny and then take the fall for it. I mean, this could, I told you I thought this was the end of Blizzard, and it's amazing right. to think that Destiny 2, or I'm sorry, Destiny in five years has, in my opinion, a much better chance of being alive than what, what we've thought of Blizzard since the early to mid-90s with StarCraft, Diablo, and so forth. Um, so, uh, hey, can I, ju- I just want to quickly comment on something you said oh, so- really quickly though. I had brilliant idea. What if you had emerging somehow between, I can't believe I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. What if you had emerging somehow between, uh, Bungie and the no man's sky people and destiny so, three was like the com- so like combination of the employees two. plus seven employees. No, like they buy the oh, No Man's the Sky engine and, um, you know, <laughs> calculator or whatever the fuck it is. 
Uh, just to make the universe no, ginormous, because destiny has work. the people. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Can I, can we just can you give me one more shot at this? And I don't know if it'll make more sense, but here's where I'm coming from, which is, I told you that I I don't think Destiny Two will ever reach the peak of World of Warcraft. Um. I'm starting to think I'm wrong because people's tastes are changing and more people than I thought love destiny. Um, but what I'm saying is, and, and you can come up with the ideas, but my central philosophy here is if you can make destiny 2.5 or three, a little bit more of an RPG MMO, uh, as well as a looter shooter, just a bit, a little something extra to explore, take a break from shooting. You might not care about that, but I guarantee that would bring even more people to it. That would ensure no, that I, I would stay. It's absolutely what I want. Yeah, it's absolutely but, what I want. But I'm saying that would ensure, like, I'm probably going to stick with it casually, but a little bit of that, I'd be like, oh. Because I can't play No Man. you know, I played No Man's Sky twice, like seven, eight hours in. I'm like, I just... I, I, I want it to be relaxing, but it's, I guess Destiny 2 is more relaxing. What can I say? Go ahead, buddy. Um, but no, so but you said that's what, what, what you want. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, so a, a, as, a, as a very big advocate of Destiny, mm-hmm. I'm obviously all over Destiny news on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um. So when when on Reddit there is a leaker who consistently and credibly leaks information about what is happening over at Bungie, obviously we take note of it and we say, "Wow, this might be interesting, right?" Supposedly, allegedly, Destiny Three is going to have a PVE PVP mode or area. So similar to what you experienced, Jesse, when you started. Um, so let, let me explain this first. Mm-hmm. So what Jesse was doing the other day was he got through the first few missions and then in destiny two, you land in the first patrol zone. And um, I liked, by the way, wait, I liked, but no, let me just comment about that. Yeah, I liked, yeah. by the way, that even though I knew they were distinct missions, the pacing of it and sort of the casual introduction, which I love early in the games, not to be take itself too seriously, it, it felt sm- smooth. Like, I, like I, I think back and think of like three great hours. You know, some games you think back, you're like, okay, that was the first mission, the second mission, the third mission. I wasn't really thinking about that. And that's, that's a credit to the design. Go ahead, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you agree, but that's how I felt. It's been so long and I've done it so many times. I don't even really think about it. <laughs> but you were talking to um, me and until I got frustrated, I was pretty relaxed and, and, and right. the whole, I mean, so, it didn't crush me early on. I crushed myself out of tiredness ultimately, but I thought it was right. very fair early progression. I was praying. So, I was like, please don't be hard in the first hour. Please don't be hard in the first hour. And that's very smart that they're doing that. I don't know if that's always been the way. That's always been the way to do it. Um, so, in after the first few cinematic opening missions, you get to you land in the first patrol zone, and the, in Destiny, patrol zones are effectively semi-open world maps that allow you to do any number of more uh, side questy style mission types slash public events slash uh, actual missions, and so. 
for Jesse, I'm sure this was due because this was like this was like trying to play Call of Duty, but in a World of Warcraft open area. That that's the best way to describe it. And there's all these different activities to do, and just, I, I saw you get overwhelmed. Um, and since I wasn't on voice comms with you, it wasn't very easy to like explain all this to you. And so I kind of just let let the, let you I just let you loose to the wolves. Um, and and you were getting tired, but um, and so and so with these patrol areas, there's several of them across many different planets in Destiny's universe. And in Destiny 2, there's like seven now, I think. Um, and they all have like different themes and whatnot. Um, and so for like Destiny 3 coming up, they're going to have this PvE PvP mode. Um, quick, now, quick, Jesse, you were quick confused. You said Destiny 3, like it's definitely happening. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. What were you about Destiny to ask me? I'm sorry. Go ahead. So what what you when you first landed in the in the patrol zone and you saw the blue names of other people you got really scared for a second cuz you thought this was PVP, right? No, 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 no. I knew that I, that I was not fighting them. Well, you 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 were attacking. I, I just wasn't expecting live people that early. That's Okay. That's not what ulti- that threw me off briefly. It it was the jumping stuff that ultimately needed okay. to take a break. Yeah, I, no. I dude, I, I told you. I've played probably 7-8 hours of original Destiny. It's just been many, many, many years. Okay. Um I know I understand what PvE is. It, I well, think it's it, awesome. It threw you off. But it here's but this off. is the thing. I just rewatched the entire guild, dude. Which you have if you haven't watched the guild on Netflix, you know, it's started this whole thing it's so funny but like having a guild would be awesome in a game like this you know it is. Having, they do have clans they no have clans. i know but but i'm saying if you expand the you know i was saying it's not that you have parts that aren't combat per se but you have more exploratory parts let's say that can also help build a team or it's not you know what i mean um uh, in more like communal centers, like have something like the Citadel, man, from fucking oh, Mass they Effect. They do. Uh, farm. The farm. When you landed at the farm. Oh, that was my other plan. Is if they don't, if they don't, um, uh, <laughs> trying to buy No Man's Sky engine, find the good Bioware people that seem to have gotten lost and hire them to do they story. Just, so, so the issue, the the issue is plaguing Destiny more than anything is its engine. The reason for this is is because it's such a piece of shit. Tie- it's the Tiger engine from 2010, and by the way, this is a engine from 2010. You want to you want to know why it takes so long for them to make like stuff and make content? It's because it's an engine from 2010. Look at look at Fallout 76 and tell me it doesn't look like a piece of shit, right? That's because it's looking at an old engine. The fact that Bungie made this and it looks this good in this bad of an engine. Now, granted, it's been "quote unquote" upgraded, which is the effectiveness of what Call of Duty does every year, where they mm. take the old engine, they strip out new, they strip I out old like stuff, Destiny and they two staple than, in new stuff. Yeah. I, I already like this game better than any Call of Duty game since <sighs> three. Modern Warfare three. I mean, Modern Warfare three for sure. I'm trying to be charitable here. Um, two. I actually like Black Ops two. Okay. Um, and I actually don't think Ghost is that bad of a game, personally. Uh, the multiplayer was fact, very good. The Ghost campaign was better than almost anything that came after it. But yeah, Modern Warfare 3. Um, so here's my question, man. 
So you have Activision, who has Call of Duty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they they are betting on Call of Duty uh, zombie mode with Black Ops Four over uh, like an, an unbelievable creative creation in Destiny Two, which failed, by the way. Um, can I? Uh, w- what failed? Zombies. It was horribly oh. received at launch. Yeah. Call of Duty sucks. Um, and I don't. Could be better. Okay. pretty good. I have I have a series of of actual questions that you may or may not have the answer to, and but interspersed are going to be conspiracy theories, and it'll be clear which is which. All right, can I th- throw some at you? Okay. You'll you see you'll see what I'm talking about. I don't I'll know start. how you're going to throw things at me over the internet, but okay. Uh, I'm one episode behind on Genlock. It's so good. I know it's it's cheap entertainment, I suppose, but it's so fun to watch. Um, so, uh, okay. First question. Was Blizzard a a fully voluntary sale to to Activision or was it more of a hostile takeover? I honestly don't know. So from what I understand, and I've heard from some more sources about this, Mm -hmm. the reason why Activision and EA both took a gigantic shit on their employees and fired a bunch of people is because this is common practice for corporations to do this when their stock drops. It's so they can send a message to their shareholders and say, listen, we're saving a bunch of money because we just, we just told a bunch of people that they no longer have jobs. So that is the reason why they did it. Why they did it to Blizzard in particular, I don't know. I can't tell you the reason for that. Maybe it's because Blizzard, maybe all of Blizzard's new IPs haven't been haven't had great development cycles. That's a possible reason. It's also possible that Activision is a horrible company and did it anyway. It, it's one or the other. Um. So, or it's a more complicated issue in both of those no, things. No, you know, I, I mean, it's actually highly probable both of those things are correct. Uh, look. Jettisoning Destiny, that's fine. If that's their decision, then fine. But raping and pillaging, I'm sorry, Blizzard, slowly and painfully over time until it doesn't resemble the thing we loved. I mean, dude, you know this. From the early 90s to the early 2000s, Blizzard was by far the biggest indie. And their games were considered the best and the most reliable and the best multiplayer. I mean, let's be honest, you know, and Starcraft right. is Brood War right. is still a million dollar industry in Korea. Um, and so I, 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 it just, it pains me to watch this happen because I don't see a way out unless they sell Blizzard uh, somehow, or, you know, or someone makes them an offer. They can't get away from Activision's. They're too, they're, 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 they're too they're intertwined they're at the corporation level at this point. They're too intertwined at the corporation level. Uh-huh. That's not going to happen. It's just going to dissolve into Activision, which it which basically is. Now, I don't. I. I. I'm. When I say when I say this, I'm not going to defend. I'm not doing this to defend Activision. Okay, it's going to seem that way. Let me finish. What other? If the plan here for Activision mm-hmm. is to fire these employees and get it, let's go with theory number one, where the dev cycle 
for Blizzard, Blizzard's new IPs or new projects, so Diablo 4, for example, are going horribly, horribly bad. You know who's happy is Paradox. Go ahead. Right. Um, it, if, they, if they're going bad, then They've broke bad. They, I mean, uh, I'd say, I'm not going to say they've gone bad. They've, bro- they've broken bad, though. They're headed towards a lot of bad. Right. But they are, they, they, they are triaging the wound, which is what Activision is doing, which is we are going to cut employees for the sake of one day being able to release this project. Hopefully it's good. That's what they're doing. Now, I'm not saying that Activision is doing it for the sake of making a good game. I'm doing it for because I'm saying they're doing it because they know they have no other choice. Okay. All right. You know what? That, this is a whole art, this is a whole discussion. I'm fascinated again by the business side of things. That was some great insight that I did not know. But uh, I, I do want to get to Destiny back to Destiny and praise it and ask you some questions about the actual game. Um, fuck, you know, the money for, for a second. Um, uh, and then move into the, the, again, not the biggest story, but definitely the most fascinating about the budding relationship between Nintendo and Microsoft. And, you know, my theory, Nintendo will backstab Microsoft the second it gets, uh, like, more than just one upper hand on them. They already have multiple upper hands on them. Um, but what, what, what we will get to that. Um, so, um, uh, again, when I start playing Destiny... I shot way more accurately. And as time goes on with me with games like that, I get less and less accurate because I just, my brain starts going. Uh, but early on, I felt confident. I felt like I was kicking ass. I know you're supposed to, but you know, like, you know, like I felt like I was moving around. It's the double jump thing always throws me off. Well, I'm sure you'll, you'll take me through that. Um, but the thing that, again, Schreier and all these people, they, they talk about the same thing, which is the core um, type, specific looter shooter mechanic and the shooting with Destiny is addictive, but also like soothing uh, to the point where you can play hours and hours and hours and hours, and you hope that it keeps getting improvements as you're constantly talking about things you'd like to see. Nevertheless, it, it, you know, it, to many, it seems to be the superior MMO shooter um, kind of uh, paradigm, if that makes sense, um, or implementation, sure. I should say, um, that, that's out there. And, and again, going indie and gaining goodwill for being on their own and going balls to the wall is just going to help them. This is The more I learn about the Bungie situation, the more I'm, it makes me excited. I hope they start doing their old school like Total War games they used to do back in the day. Those are amazing. Maybe they'll buy Blizzard. Who knows? No, I'm more likely to China with by Blizzard, but um, the the one issue, the one or not issue, the one fear I have with the split, yes, is that if Bungie fucks this up, they're done, right? They're just they won't be done, done, but they like they'll have ruined their big chance. They'll have ruined their big statement because they have been like, like ever since Halo. This has been the moment they've been building up for to finally be free of corporate shilling and to be open and to be true game developers. And if they screw it up, if they if they move away, if, if, since they are they are no longer under the tent of daddy Activision, 
mm-hmm. to shield them from all of the marketing mm-hmm. and all of the sales issues does right? um, and all the customer support issues that they're no longer under that tent mm-hmm. so all of those issues are theirs now just right yeah I'm, I'm, so, looking, I'm looking at the Twitch page. Does viewers mean actual live viewers right now? In theory. So 6.6 thousand on a Monday evening. That's pretty good. 3.2 million. But what, I don't more, think most more, people are streaming Destiny. So the, what's that, That's actually a very about, impressive number for me. The number is, is important. Well, what's yeah. more important is that it's on the front page. Yeah. Although and if you see Dodger it, if can you put see up those it, numbers too, and so can her if, husband. <laughs> if, if, you see, if you see it in the first row of games, yeah. that's what's more important. Yeah. Uh, for Twitch. And so for, for those who don't really understand, basically on Twitch when you go to the homepage, there's a whole slew of different game categories as well as different streamers. And so what you want is that your game is in that top row, and so your game is always listed mm-hmm. as a game that's popular and being watched. That's the idea. All right, so you're going to give me a little Destiny coaching because you're a great guy, and you want me to get into it, which, so it's a good bargain for both of us, I, I think. Just, I, just, I just want you to do clan bounties so I can get your clan XP. That's, that's cool. Anything that keeps <laughs> me playing. Um, really quickly, speaking of Twitch, Critical Role... Uh, once the the uh, anchor of Geek and Sundry has broken away from their parent company and the Chinese corporation that owns them, they immediately went to Kickstarter and uh, since three o'clock, which was two hours and fifty one minutes ago, they raised two point three million dollars with seventeen thousand eight hundred seventy two backers in only forty five days to go. <laughs> um, there, I predicted four to five with this. Um, this is unbelievable, dude. Voice actors playing D&D on Twitch, raising millions of dollars. I mean, I'm not going to say the nerds have won, but the nerds have kind of won with a little bit with this one. Damn. Indeed. All right. Speaking of the nerds winning, I'm going to frame the overall Nintendo question uh, with a judgment call. So it's sort of a two-part question. So the first question, of course, is... What is specifically do we know is the relationship starting uh, with Microsoft and Nintendo? What is rumored? And then what do you think of the eventually get to what what do you think of the whole situation? So I'm just going to sit back here and listen because I've read article after article and I cannot understand for the fucking life of me what it is. So go ahead, buddy. So So here's the gist of the situation. There are rumors of possibly... Microsoft and Nintendo teaming up to get Xbox Live. That's not a rumor. That's confirmed. The, that, no, it's not. Hmm. No, it is not. Okay. It's just it's just a lot of people said it's happening. That's it. The other stuff isn't confirmed, but I thought Let me finish. Okay. No, Xbox Live is not confirmed. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Did, 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 it's confirmed that Microsoft yet said yes, we are interested in this. Yeah. Um so Microsoft is trying to get its services to the Nintendo Switch and other right. platforms, including the PS4, including mobile. Okay, so That's big picture, big Here's picture two. for some of our just hold on, some of our listeners that may not be as familiar with this situation, and I'm confused too. But people who might really not know, um, obviously, if they're here this long, they know who the main players are. What are the main services that are, or maybe, or could be on the table? 
Um, talk what Xbox Live versus Game Pass. There's so much lingo with Microsoft. Another huge fail in the way that they market their uh, their shit. Um, but go see if you can explain. I know Nintendo's online services haven't been great, so maybe that's where this is coming from. Go ahead. No, that's got nothing to do with that. Um, so basically, not what I hear. Xbox knows right after this recent console generation that the xbox is not a big seller it just isn't it just isn't um and they they must know that they do not want to sell they they don't want to make a whole bunch of xbox units for the next generation and not sell like they did with this recent console generation and so what they want is to get their games out there to make money that way rather than forcing people to buy the hardware. Because you and I would both buy Halo in a heartbeat if it was not if, if it was on I've, PC I've, or the PlayStation no. or something else. Halo doesn't do, okay. doesn't do anything for me. Can I give you the numbers real quick? Many people, many, 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 yeah, many sure, people sure. would buy Halo in a heartbeat if it was on PC. The, All right, the, let me jump the, in on the, this like, first one. The collection okay. and whatnot. The first so, one is, and this is coming from either Schreier or the, or the ladies from uh, What's Good Games, which is um, Microsoft has said fuck it in terms of their software. They want their software on as many platforms other than PlayStation as possible. So they, wanna, they want their software on the Switch. You know why? Because Xbox is at 41 million and the Switch is at 25 million. <laughs> so mm. Switch is going to be Xbox extremely soon. I can't even comp- believe exactly. they have 41 million. PlayStation's at 88 to 90. Um, and so that, that was what I, one thing that I heard was that part of this is actually Microsoft's software, like their games, not just their services. But right. talk about the services, how that would work, what that would look like. So, so basically, the idea is they want to move Xbox Live and ship it with their new, uh, their new streaming service, CloudX, I think it's called. Uh, and basically, what it, we talked about this a while back on a different podcast before it was Awkward Controllers, I think, uh, about the bid race for the next game streaming service mm. and to start to integrate things through that. And so what that is is basically a stable framework mm-hmm. for you to buy access to the stream network and then be able to play any of the games that are on the service, yep. but you're not playing them directly on the console. You're using the console as the device to play them, but what's happening is you are just streaming the game directly to the device rather than a device being directly onto the unit. This, What this does is it allows you to take things like the Nintendo Switch or I don't know, let's say the new Galaxy Fold that has a really big screen and you could use to have a good gaming experience with hmm. and stream the image quality directly to the device on a super powerful computer, but have no input delay and experience the same game just on a just on the device that you prefer. Hmm. So the idea is that they would they would put Project CloudX, I think it's called, whatever. I'm going to call it Cloudex for the rest of the podcast. Throw it into Xbox Live, merge it with the Game Pass, and then mm-hmm. put Xbox Live, this package that everybody knows what Xbox Live is, and put it on your Switch, put it on your PlayStation, put it on your mobile devices, and say, listen, guys, you don't have to buy an Xbox if you're not an Xbox enthusiast, right? All you, but if you want to play our games, sign up for the service. 
It's ten bucks a month. What, what games are we talking about? We're talking about every Microsoft exclusive that is currently up to date. Which is not as good as the best ten start, to twenty start, Nintendo Switch games, I believe. No. You're telling me you can't put ten Switch games ahead of Microsoft's offerings? Okay. I thought that would be easy for I'm you. saying I'm 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 saying me personally I can. People like Forza, Jesse. People like Halo. People like Gears of War. People like Sea of Thieves. People like the mm-hmm. other Xbox exclusives. It, yeah. Jesse, just because there is only seven of them versus yeah. the 90,000 that are on Nintendo and Sony yeah. is not these games don't exist. No, no I, I understand. Um, I'm just looking at a great graph on this site that had those numbers where um, it starts with the beginning of, of uh, 2017, when we know Switch and PlayStation in particular dropped some major bombs in a good way of video games, right? We talk about early 2017 literally all the time. And between then and Christmas, on Switch and PlayStation, steady growth, steady growth, steady growth, more sales, more sales. Microsoft basically flatlined. Now, at Christmas, they all got a bump, obviously. But as soon as Christmas period's over, the Xbox One line... Uh, completely flatlines again while the Switch and PlayStation are actually curving in a more upward trajectory. So there's actually uh, enthusiasm for two systems right now, which never happens. Right. Um, and the fact that in the period that I described, you know, God of War, I, I mean, I'm not going to name all the games, whatever, you know the games. Um, and obviously, you know the games on the Switch, I don't, but I know there's Pokemon, Mario, and, and Zelda, and that buys you a lot of good Smash and Pokemon is what moved units this holiday season, by Sh- for sure. Shrier, Breath of the Wild. Schreier called Breath of the Wild the best game ever. I don't know if he was joking. He said it with a straight face. So, speaking um, of which, speaking of which, second year anniversary today, as well so as the no, here, no, here we go, Woo! buddy. Now we're getting into the conspiracy theories, but y- you know that these make sense. So. In, uh, Parts of them make sense. In 1994-95, uh, as Nintendo was about to lay the smackdown on Sega, and Sony was about to come from nowhere um, with their polygonal you know, 3D graphics or whatever, there was a number of backstabs uh, and, and misleads in that situation, including between Sega and Sony, and then Nintendo ditched Sony, and Sony went on their own, which is what the, the character in Console Wars kind of wanted, I think, um, for them to go on their own, and between Sony and Nintendo, what happened to Sega, my dude? <laughs> I was like, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we got him. <laughs> they did. Yeah, say you kicked the bucket. <laughs> they did. They did are than yep. dead, right? So now, Microsoft, which has an upward trajectory, which, uh, dude, I'm telling you, based on this 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 chart, I'm looking at Nintendo will pass at the Xbox One probably be, by the middle of the year, maybe before then. Um, Depends, you know, on a number of things. I think Microsoft is bailing on the Xbox and they're offering their services. And of course, with Windows on their PCs, they have another carrot always to dangle. Although Nintendo has never gone the PC route before, but they've, they've already opened up their, you know, their stores to, to dead souls. I think Nintendo's, you know, uh, uh, Disney image, you know, it doesn't really exist at this point. No one really cares, which is fine. Um, so it will be 
interesting to see. But do you share my? And then I want to hear some more details about the thing uh, that is called uh, shit. Where is it? Thing that is called X Cloud. Okay, but before, really quickly, do you agree that Microsoft is essentially abandoning the Xbox and trying to unload everything else it can to anyone who will take it? I think they're taking a serious step back because. If you would, it, the, uh, I, I mentioned this. I They've only had one this, successful I, system, right? Let's be clear. I, I, I've made it. I've mentioned this last podcast or the podcast before that. It's the plan is, is without a doubt, the plan is without a doubt that they are going to super scale back on their systems, right? Sell the Xbox unit to the enthusiast Xbox players who are out there because believe it or not, there are stubborn idiots who, if or rather stubborn gamers, I should say, who will play on an Xbox and only on an Xbox, just like some PC players will only play on PC and only buy $20 Steam games, mm. right? And there are some PlayStation players who will only play on PlayStation only, and, okay. and, then, there, and, then, and, then, and then there's Greg from Facebook who only plays on, who will only play mobile games. Anyway. Um, but but just, just, just to focus you a little bit, because I, I want, honestly want your opinion before we jump into this X thing or whatever, but... Um, uh, we, like I, I'm not insulting Microsoft by what I'm saying. I think this is a smart move for them. I think it's clear as a console system when you include the controller and the games. Dude, it's ironic that Activision is based in Santa Monica, right? You have this tiny Santa Monica studio making Game of the Year and God of War, and Activision's just you know shitting on itself. Um, and just puking crap all over the place. Um, and so I, I think Microsoft's doing the right thing. This is what I always hate about Microsoft is that they always lean on services and mass control. And, you know, you think Apple's the man, but Microsoft is so the man. You know, they control everything. They don't have to care about these stupid systems. Sony has to get, care so much about the PlayStation. Microsoft doesn't have to give, to give a fuck. And I'm not saying that they're not disappointed, but I think they've always had this plan in mind and that's why they've developed these systems so as a way of slightly moving forward here man give your assessment of what you just described in terms of will it do what it's supposed to do or is it just a hoax or somewhere in between uh cladex or no no we're not no no what you just the whole game pass plus the microsoft games like like uh, you have to admit it's suspicious nintendo doesn't need that content they're putting so you know again dark souls skyrim they have so many awesome uh, third-party games like why do they care well there's a few more pieces of news that i want to point out for microsoft and then i'll answer uh, your question just it's really quick it's no really i think quick. you're going to answer my question oh. with the other pieces oh, okay. of news so go okay, ahead yeah. yeah so Recently, we found out that uh, but Microsoft handed out a uh, day of uh, was it day of defeat? No, it was um, uh, it was it was some zombie game. Anyway, uh, they handed it out to uh, State of Decay three. There we go. They handed out State of Decay three, which is one of their exclusives to everybody on PC for free. What people found out is that the file is an Xbox launch file, and so what it looks like is that. Uh, uh, let me finish with the other thing. In addition, I'm not stopping you. Keep there, going. There, there, there is more and more. There's more. Let me finish. There's more and more. No, news I just said I'm not about, stopping you. Let me finish, Jesse. Stop it. There's I said I'm not news. stopping you, and you say there's don't stop more, me. There's more and more news and more and more references to uh, Microsoft Gaming Handheld, which they have been working on for a while now. And so what? It, what it seems to me 
is that Microsoft is preparing for its eventual gaming explosion. I feel as though Phil Spencer is a very smart guy. And I trust Phil Spencer to lead Xbox definitely more so than the last guy. <laughs> and so I think not this ge- not not at the start of next generation, but in somewhere in the middle when Phil Spencer has finally gotten enough IPs to to sustain the Xbox brand, you're going to you're you're going to say man I'm actually kind of interested in picking up the Xbox Game Pass because I can get this whole slew of games. I think that's the plan, is let's sell games and hardware second. I think that's the plan. Um, All right, I'm sending you something over Skype real quick. Okay. Let's see, where's the messages? I I I hope this is the right one. You, st- you, you think Xbox is going to sell hardware then? Is, is, is that what you're saying? I just think Microsoft, as a brilliant company, is, it's, it's dumb for them to waste resources on, on the Xbox unless they transform it to something totally different. Um, because the PlayStation I, has such a hold on the traditional console experience and Switch has a hold on the non-traditional slash portable uh, experience. And there's we've talked about how there's not r- usually room for three, man. And other than the Xbox 360, which did do well despite half of them being, you know, uh, dead uh, on arrival, um, that everything else that they've ever tried is like not even the top 30 of consoles ever made. Like, they've not been successful with consoles they've not nearly had i I can't name five like all-time great uh xbox exclusives i can name five from sony in the last year um so and i know you don't believe this because you don't care that much about halo you definitely don't care about uh wait wait wait. did you say i don't care about halo Whoa, 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 whoa. well it's not destiny so i i grew up playing forza you like forza no, I don't give a shit about Forza, <laughs> but a lot of people do. So, other, um, other than Halo, what, what Microsoft game? Let's say they put everything on there and they remaster the best ones from the last generation. Like, tell me some Microsoft games you'd be pumped to play other than Halo. Gears. Really? You you you? Yes. You don't play third person games. What are you talking about? I mean, third person like shooters. Do you? I don't play Uncharted or Last of Us. I bought the Division at lunch. Oh uh, no, dude! Well, dude, no. Give me a break on the Division, because honestly, other than the people Persona I respect, five. I, I, I just haven't seen it. I just haven't seen it. I'm talking about Persona shooters. Five. I'm talking about shooters. The Division is a good example, but I just don't know enough about it. All so p- please forgive me All on that out. one. All Point, out. Ethan. Ethan, shoot. What are your? W- w- give me as much of a list as you can of games on uh, the Switch that you've played that uh, either good, really good, or great, or just that you've really enjoyed playing. I'll, I'll do the count. So just keep, just 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 go through them. Are, are are you trying to dick measure between Nintendo and Microsoft? Because if I no, I honestly want to know all the Switch games that you love. And uh, okay, I'll I'll do it. Uh, Breath well, of the Breath of the Wild. Every single one that I've watched. Breath of the Wild, Xenoblade, um, Octopath, Pokemon, Mario Kart. I got five. Um, 
Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey 6. Uh, let's see. I'm honestly curious about this. I mean, this is a backdoor way of getting this answer, but I've been wanting to ask it. I mean, I'm trying to look Smash. at this. Smash. What about third-party games or downloadable games? Bayonetta? Uh, uh, you never really played Bayonetta. Uh, I played the first few missions. I haven't finished that. Okay, comment. I think it looks amazing. I might try that. Hang on. Almost there. We're professionals here at the Bizzlecast, guys. We've, we've got Absolutely. everything planned. Mario Party. Mario Party. That's eight. What else do I have installed on my system? Uh, I heard they're doing Luigi's Mansion 3, baby. Yeah. They are, yeah. That's a great... I don't think uh, I beat it, but I really enjoyed it. I have more, uh, some that I don't own, mm-hmm. and there's more titles coming out, so it's like... But you can get Skyrim, you can get Dark Souls, I have Skyrim, you I can have get Doom. Doom, you know, I think... If you were to count, if you were to count the, the Switch that Plus I, is going to solve a lot of these problems. Hopefully it's coming out, because right now they haven't... It, Maybe right Microsoft now, is uh, is throwing some hardware their way as part of the deal to make that happen. I don't think so. I think Microsoft, like I said, is making their own handheld. Um, I think that would be incredibly stupid, and that would just give more ammunition for... I, and let me circle back to my theory here, because we've got a couple more topics, which is this is sheer money-grabbing on both sides, but Nintendo has by far the upper hand I'm sure they do legally because they always win legally. They never lose legally. And the second they get the upper hand and don't need Microsoft anymore, they're going to backstab them. It's not going to happen the other way, man. Trust me. Trust me. I, 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 I don't think, I, I don't think Nintendo cares. I think what Nintendo wants is just more product on their system. No, they do. They do. It benefits them and right they're, now. And they're they're, they're, they're yeah. going to get a royalty cut for it, and they're going to love it. But I let me give you a scenario. Care. Let me give you a scenario. That may, I think they're telling Microsoft, if you want to have an arrangement like this, you can't put out a competing uh, mobile device uh, or whatever. And then Microsoft goes ahead and does it anyways. So then Nintendo gets the money. And then as soon as the product you know, cycle uh, you know, hits sort of the midpoint before anything else is released, Nintendo will just ditch Microsoft and then crush them with the Switch. Uh, you know, or a new switch or something. They always come up with something. I think you just like seeing Microsoft get hurt, which is funny. Cause you accuse me of hating Nintendo. You accuse me of hating a lot of people. You accuse me of hating Bethesda. You accuse me of hating Nintendo. I think I, I, I think praise, I, like, I, I praise I, I Nintendo like, so much on the show. So like, of I think I praise do. them more than, even though I don't like their games that much, I praise them more than Sony. Um, I think you've never touched an Xbox 360 and your life would have been changed if you had oh, an Xbox 360 instead of a PS3. No, you know that's not true, Ethan. You know that's not true. Because when we first started video gaming together, what did I tell you? I, what did I tell you? I said, I prefer the staggered thumbsticks on the Xbox 360 controller. And you know it. We had this conversation numerous times. Oh, yeah, times. no. That, that's not what I meant. I, and the PS4 was, controller I, is brilliant. Now I don't care. But what, but last generation, definitely prefer the Xbox controller. So I don't... I, I, got, I had to call you out on that said, one. You're misinterpreting what I said. What I said was I think the roles would have been reversed if you had an Xbox 360 instead of a PS3. 
I also don't use any Microsoft products other than Microsoft Office on the Mac, which is right. excellent, actually. Microsoft Word on the Mac these days is, is fantastic, um, as is Excel. Um, and to, you know, my, one of my favorite game series of all time is Age of Empires. Um, and they used to make it for Macs, and they used to make it, you know, for, and then they just ditched it, and now you can't even get a decent version, even on PC, you know? I mean... That's in small version. What they what happened with Age of Empires? Them just giving up on it and saying, "Yeah, I think is what's happening with the Xbox here." If if they put out an Xbox that resembles any of the previous Xboxes, I would be shocked, and it would be a horrible move because the PlayStation Five is going to murder them. I mean, just the sequels for all the award winning games on the PlayStation on the PS Five, Horizon Two, God of War Two. I mean, it's it's you know the slaughter is already set up last of us three uncharted five i don't i don't disagree with you that they are not trying to focus on a hardware sale i in fact i I want to make you that's part of my theory but this was my connection sorry however i feel like they are going to make it a competitive console product regardless of that because there is Why? still going to be the person who buys an Xbox at the end of the day. There Why? is. Why? And if it's a good hardware and it's going to play the game well, I'm going to fucking buy it. They should be focusing on the Microsoft Surface, man. That thing is sweet. I mean... You're talking with, about two different divisions Windows here. Windows 10. Yeah, but ultimately the money all goes to Paul Allen and Bill Gates and so forth. And yet they have recommitted their finances to gaming, Jesse. I guarantee you. Paul Spencer has a plan, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen, and something good is going to come out of it. Okay, let me put it Whether this way. Whether you like it or not. Okay, fine. I, I, I don't agree. Uh, I just want to point out I was right about Anthem. I, I said over a year ago when you told me about what, what Anthem was supposed to be and who was putting it out, that it would be a complete disaster, and it is. I said, I didn't disagree I said with Fallout you. would be a complete disaster, uh, and Bethesda would be a complete disaster, and it was. I said Sony wasn't going to put out anything in 2019. I was definitely right. Now I'm thinking 2021. We will see. Um, so with this one, I'm less confident. So sure, you might be right, but I'll tell you this. PlayStation is only afraid of one company, and that's Nintendo. But they're not afraid of Nintendo because of the Microsoft deal. That's what I'm saying. PlayStation is scared of Nintendo by themselves no matter what. The Microsoft thing is an annoyance, but I don't think PlayStation is threatened by the Xbox experience whatsoever. Whatsoever. Spider-Man converted so many people. I mean, it's ridiculous. this This action was taken by Microsoft talking to Nintendo and saying, hey, we know we're not going to sell our product on our own system. So let's make a deal. We sell our product on your system and you get a cut. How does that sound? That sounds great, Microsoft. You know? Yeah. It's not as though it's it's not as though so many people have been tweeting this week about how, oh man, I would love to play the new Pokemon game because it looks awesome, but I have a PS4. That's such a shame because so many people have been doing that, Jesse. And guess what? If Sony had just said, let's communicate with each other. Let's share games. Let's try to sell our console. Let's let's compete in the let's compete in the hardware, not the software portion of this contest. Everything will be better. And Microsoft taking the first step is the first wall to take that down. And one day Sony's going to take that wall down, too. And that's the day I'm going to raise my flag and celebrate. 
I, I'm never sure why you're rooting for Microsoft off so, over Sony. I'm not rooting for Microsoft. Well, you're definitely... I mean, you don't play Sony games at all. I mean, other than Bloodborne, you really haven't played any of the classic Sony games of the last two generations that I'm, that I'm aware of. Um, you Rick, because I spent all my time playing Destiny. I understand that, my, my dude. And I've been trying to and tell you I, that on my non-PS4 Pro, Destiny runs but uh, smooth. I love it. Um, that into what I've been playing. Can't you just take a compliment on the thing you love from a guy who normally wouldn't give no, a shit about my this? Eye, my eyes were bleeding after I was trying to reinstall and play Destiny on PS4 after playing the game at 165 frames. Right. Oh my god. I'm sorry. It, was, it, was, it hurt my eyes. I'm just saying... I don't know how I played that game for three years. I, I have a deep abiding respect and constantly compliment Nintendo, even though I don't like their style or their games. And I feel like you sometimes have that for Sony, and you sometimes don't. Like, you'll grudgingly admit that, like, Santa Monica, Gorilla, Naughty Dog are all great studios, but you don't play the games. I'm not really, I don't really understand why. Um, this isn't an accusation. It's just curiosity, because I don't know anyone that doesn't like, you know, the Uncharted games and, and some of those other games. I'm just curious why you've never played I them. I can tell you why. I can tell you why. So just like, just like how you played a bunch of PS3 games and PS2 games and everything before that, it starts with where I came from, which is I had a Game Boy, and that's being it. And then I had a computer, and I could play TF2 on my limited RAM Windows XP machine. And then I had an Xbox 360, and then I had an Xbox One, and then an actual computer to play games with. Right. So, so it's not that I couldn't play those games. It's that by the time I had a PS4, I had a computer to play all those games for me and play all the fun games that I wanted to play. So at some point, I will go play Uncharted, the Uncharted series, and I will go play God of War, and I will go play all the excellent PlayStation classics. But here's the issue with that. Should I buy a $20 Steam game that I'm going to really enjoy, and I can play anytime and not have to switch the cables around on my monitors to have to play, or do I go down to GameStop? Are you really complaining about switching cables game. on a monitor? I can't, I can't let that yes. go. That's so lazy and pathetic. <laughs> That's so lazy and pathetic. Give me a break. Switching cables. Oh, Ethan, come on. You're embarrassing yourself, man. I'm I'm trying to help you here. I'm trying to- I'm and I'm trying to explain myself, but you're interrupting me. <sighs> Sorry. I'm not done. I know. Okay. I, just, I couldn't let that go. I you know, and I keep saying it, but you keep saying I'm a Nintendo shill and I'm not. That's not what I said at all. In in other podcasts you have. I mean I, I, I I agree that you are. I almost am, even though I don't play. It's the it's the Microsoft shilling I don't get, and the lack of if embrace of I, Sony games. I am a gamer first and foremost, and what a game being a gamer tells me is that there is zero reason why I should root against a game being good. Why I should have any reservation against Microsoft doing well, because the second Microsoft does well. And starts to compete with the other two. That means the other two are going to get better. And on top of that, that means there's more great games to play, more things I get to look forward to, more worlds okay. to explore, All right. and All a right. better gaming okay. experience. Okay. All right. And All if you right. disagree with that, I I'm sorry. No, no. I look. I I've let you give your piece over and over I, again. I'm now I'm done. Now I'm. I done. asked. No, I asked you to do it. I, I, it was great. So I'm going to give you my piece. Go ahead. Go for it. 
two of the three major video game console hardware makers are killing it right now. And even though we say, oh, Xbox 360 was such a great period, you know, I mean, PS3 didn't get good till very late. Xbox, you know, 360 was, was very good. I, I could argue PS2 was, you know, you had more titles consistently. I mean, people were playing PS2s up until like 20, what, 2010, 2011, whatever it was. But Sony got their shit together and got these studios, man. And honestly, I have no, like, I have no skin in the game. Like, if, you know, it... <laughs> It, it, if if Horizon and the other uh, exclusives like Uncharted and stuff that I love were on the Xbox, fuck it, I'd give in to Microsoft. I do like that controller, and it's a great system. I would do it in a second. Name of the game is the game. We always say it, man. And so you know, I I I, I totally respect what you're saying, but I do think if name of the game is the game, you named a ton from the Switch. I can name that many more from PlayStation. I just don't think Microsoft has it, but it, it is an interesting conundrum, man, to get a little more philosophical and less judgmental of the fact that they do have a great physical system and just lack of first-person exclusives. Um, do you think they just made like just, just unlucky bad deals? Um, or do you think this was set up for a while? Because I don't really follow Xbox. You know, Again, I know PlayStation 3 was like almost killed Sony, but by the end they had Uncharted and Last of Us and so forth, and it saved them. Um, I don't know that progression for Xbox. So if you want to do a little prophesizing based on the past of like where their yeah, first-person I mean, studios are and so, so forth. Th- th- there's a bunch of deals. So uh, for, first and foremost... Microsoft does most of its killing over here in America. Um, and the Xbox 360 did a killing over here in America. Did a great job. Here's the issue with that. In Japan, in Europe, and most of the rest of the world, where the, the big game markets, Europe and Japan, obviously, are the other two big ones besides America. Guess what? <laughs> the PS3 outsold the Xbox over there. Japan hates Xbox. I wouldn't say hate. They just see no reason to play it. Um, which well, it's not a Japanese company, too. So th- th- that too. Yeah. Um, and so that's it, ultimately Sony's brilliant strategy. That, to just finish your thought, which, uh, co- geographically is they're Japanese, but they've been mostly based in Europe. But they've done a decent job of appealing to Americans. That's most of the world. So that's pretty right. good. Um, right now, Nintendo. It focuses so much in Japan, but it somehow bleeds over into the United States, which is great. The merging of the of the uh, Japanese and American cultures, man, is is gr- crazy. Yeah. So in conjunction, yes, with that, and with terrible, terrible, terrible exclusivity deals, and with a terrible next generation console launch, mm-hmm. in conjunction. With the biggest nail in the coffin, name of the game is the game, mm-hmm. Bloodborne and other green titles in the early years of the PS4 coming out, yep. there was no reason mm-hmm. to get an Xbox One. There just wasn't. And so, of course, Microsoft was set up to fail because they had nothing in the pipeline. They had nothing. They had nothing. They had nothing. Once everything they had failed, they had nothing. Can I ask a question no one's asking? If the role was reversed, it if, if the role was reversed, people would still be playing Xbox, but it's not. Go ahead. 
the, the only, not only you, I can't answer this question. So the only person on this podcast that maybe can answer this question or, or give a theory on this is you, which is, so remember the steam box or steam machine and that failed, no sure. one bought it, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's a brilliant idea, but it doesn't need to be Steam. So why isn't some genius like the Masters of Doom guy, but with hardware, uh, you know, like the Romero and and uh, and Carmack of, of of building cheap, powerful PCs, make essentially the Steam Box for the same price, have all the games load to you know be connected to Steam, GOG, like all sorts of sites. I mean, you know, all they exist. The, all the they consoles. Exist. What's that? They exist. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I know, but I was going to say would need a massive marketing budget and team to. I'm saying this to compete because you're saying it's good to have Xbox just to push PlayStation and Nintendo, and I agree with you on that. I would just like it to be not Microsoft. I would like to see someone independent, is what I'm saying, or you know, another mid mid level c- company. I don't think Microsoft. So needs what to you're be doing saying this. is, so what you're saying is you are the number world's number one fan and supporting component of the soldier boy console <laughs> uh-huh yep <laughs> yep soldier boy i love soldier boy that's old school continue. man that continue. is old school soldier boy continue um <laughs> continue um all right dude well uh, you know we'll, we'll just have to we'll have to watch really quickly the x cloud um, it says, uh, loud for game I mean, to be played on devices that otherwise wouldn't be able to run them. What does that even mean? That, that means exactly the explanation earlier. So you would stream the game to the device. In other words, you are just like you're streaming a video, except you would use the inputs on your device to match the inputs to what's being displayed on your screen. Um. So the game comes down to the device your inputs go up to the where the game is at, and it both reacts in real time. That's the idea. Hmm. Mm-hmm. In theory, it supplants the need mm-hmm. to have powerful gaming devices. Mm-hmm. In theory. Yep. Unfortunately, well, yeah. unfortunately, most gamers, or some gamers, also know the laws of physics mm-hmm. and know that a long distance satellite connection is nowhere near the same as a hardwire. <laughs> um okay. Couple finishing topics. First of all, <clears throat> I think this pushing each other to play one another's games is a great call. So I'm playing Destiny. I, I, I maybe gonna give Bloodborne a try. What do I need to do to get you to play Uncharted 4? Stick with Destiny, go to Bloodborne. I like, what's the good trade-off of, of, of... Mark me mark me down for a Nathan Drake collection first. I would rather play the originals. Well, just play two and three. One's very rough. Two's probably the best, actually. Um, I've gotten through some rough games before. Okay. Um, okay, but that's a big commitment. Actually, it's... <laughs> the Nathan Drake collection, three games, is probably twice the length of just uncharted four uh this was very long so you're probably looking at about 30 hours for the, the collection 
Well, one way or another, you're not going to be able to contact me for the next week since the next Destiny expansion well, launches tomorrow. You know, man, so, some of the, some of this debate that we have, it's a frustration because, you know, again, you're the guy I love to talk about video games the most with the point where I'm playing the Switch and Destiny and Bloodborne trying to play games that we can talk about. I can't get you to play the Sony games uh, I, just because I would love to talk with you about them, even if you didn't think they were amazing or whatever. Um, you know, you You're tried Horizon you didn't love it like that's totally fine like i'm just glad you got to play it um i think i would actually be good with horizon now i was so burned on breath of the wild yeah i played horizon it might be better now to play horizon i mean it doesn't stop at all even during the long intro there's constant action whatever um so we'll talk about that off um by the way critical role up to two 2.55 2.55 million and the numbers are moving so fast the web the the uh kickstarter page is crashing ish or like slowing down at times here um uh what was i gonna ask you i i, I do want to talk more about masters of doom um so we'll do that for a separate short like book review um but why don't we tease the people with, with with one question from that? But anything else you want to talk about? Games, uh, news, anything uh, before we wrap this thing up? Pokemon's in Britain. <laughs> the new Pokemon region is based off of uh, Great Britain, which ironically, with the whole Brexit thing going on, is kind of funny. But <laughs> all right, so, uh, so wrap up everything cool. we talked about into the important thing from one to ten. With one being going totally the wrong way, ten being going to the best thing ever, and five being like holding course, not really going one way or the other, rate Destiny 2's trajectory as you see it right now based on current events and news and so forth. Six. Very conservative. Very conservative. I'm I'm thinking seven, but again, that's six. Until it's out... Mm-hmm. Until until I've seen it with my own eyes and until I know it works and the sure. community enjoys it. Because sure. here's the other thing about live service games: if the overall community doesn't echo that it's good, it's clear that it clear that something didn't stick well. Mm-hmm. Because unlike unlike games like ESO, unlike things like WoW, unlike games like Warframe, unlike games like whatever other MMO slash live service game you could think of. Hmm. Most other, most of the games I just mentioned, or the games I just mentioned, are able to take a piece of content the community doesn't like and turn it around and either use it for something else yep. or be able to put something else else fast enough sure. that the community will be focused on that instead. Hmm. The problem with Destiny is that you get your update once every three months and it's either good and people like it or it's meh or it's bad well so people have forsaken at the top of their list of game of the year so I mean they're doing something right. They're doing well, no, something. No, no, no. That, 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 well, that, that's why I gave it a six mm-hmm. rather than a four. If it was a four, it would be because Forsaken – or if, if Forsaken wasn't good, it would be a two. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Also, the, 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 the uh, expansion before after Forsaken was lukewarm. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. So it was uh, – that's also why I gave it a six. Um. So, final question. Um, I'm trying to find... 
stupid game awards because we haven't actually talked about this i want to ask you about a couple games that either won awards or up for awards and then we'll do final thoughts um but this did occur to me um people seem to think assassin's creed odyssey is the breakthrough game i i have the two but that came before it um have you heard anything about two good ones that came before it four was not before Right, right. Origins, okay, yeah. f- fair enough. Um, so you know that's great because we all like. I feel like Assassin's Creed for like some of us who like those third person fight slash stealth games. That's like I have, hard. Played, assa- I have played several Assassin's Creed. No, no, I know, I know. But I'm saying specifically people like me that play almost that style of game all the time, which are Horizon, like you know that's just my game that's like the guilty pleasure one you know but so it's cool that you know it's it's getting better we know god of war obviously um i I don't know anyone that didn't enjoy spider-man i mean no one was calling for it to be game of the year i don't think but i don't know anyone that didn't like really 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 enjoy it no the the world the world the world cried out and collectively agreed Mm -hmm. this is a video game (laughs) that's it um It, it, it it didn't die but it did it didn't it didn't like cr- it didn't come raining down from the heavens true 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 vast light um so, so really quick um would monster hunter have fared any differently if it had come out eight months later oh no monster hunter received really well no no um, but i'm saying would it have had a chance of game of the year if it had been released much later no, not it, a chance. It got best not RPG, even though it's not, not an RPG. With, oh, dude, I don't not, like not, that. I can't. It got RPG over Dragon Quest, Nino Kuni, Octopath, Pillars of Eternity. Eh, I don't know about that. No, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's not. It's not mm-hmm. an RPG. I know we. I know we it were is. sparring stupidly over what's an RPG, but oh, it, you're saying it. Oh, you're saying you agree with that being the best. Oh yeah. Oh, oh well, okay. Sorry. Okay. Oh, certainly, okay. I agree. Okay. Um, Without so, a doubt. I think Nino Kuni is a great game. I think Octopath was a great game. I think uh, all the other games on that list were great games. There's no doubt that any of those games could have won RPG. No, my, that's not my argument. My argument's not, oh. it's, it's the best of those five games. My argument is that the other four are clearly role-playing games, as it's always been defined. And I'm just, n- Monster Hunter World is a multiplayer loot mmo ish thing with role-playing it's elements it's co-op but it's definitely role, or it's definitely an rpg mm-hmm. you're creating a character and putting it into a world and then going mm-hmm. through the story it's an rpg it just it's, happens to have co-op yeah. where you can slay monsters together so into the breach one best strategy game um i know yes. people love valkyria chronicles um but as much as people love Valkyria Chronicles, here's the problem with Valkyria Chronicles. It's an anime game, and that instantly loses its points everywhere in the world. Besides well, Fire Emblem, I mean, come on. Yeah, but th- that just goes to show you, like, yeah. same thing with, it's the same problem with Fire Emblem, actually. Is, um, Maybe th- people have not played Fire Emblem because it's an anime game. Is, um, is called, well, you know how much I've had to fight against my nausea to play it, because I have to, but, oh god, some of it. Um, Except for Awakening. Awakening, they're adult characters. It's unbelievable. I don't know why they went away from that. Um, is there a Call of Duty game coming out this year, or are they skipping a year? Of course there is. But not from Treyarch. 
No, it'll be no sledgehammer did. Uh, it'll be Infinity War this year. Okay, mm-hmm. so my best guess is it's Ghosts Two because uh-huh. they so have I'm, nothing else to grab. So at. we'll end. We'll end on that. So I'm taking this year's multiplayer game contestants and putting it in next year, if that makes sense. So Destiny Two is still Destiny Two. Call of Duty is whatever the new Call of Duty. Fortnite, Sea of Thieves, Monster Hunter World. What, what I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Fortnite, Apex Legends. Oh, Apex Legends. Perhaps slash is beside Fortnite. So good replaces call. or is beside Fortnite in that list. I guarantee it. Very, very good call, my friend. Well, great discussion as always. Um, you know, as much as I love debating Microsoft, uh, Sony, I, I think you and I just have a, a fundamental difference in how we perceive the companies, uh, which makes it hard to debate, uh, you know, but you're my buddy and my podcast partner, so it's not hard at all. But, you know, there is sort of a... And I think it's also just not knowing where they're going, right? I mean, they could end up in a position where I'm like, you know, where even I would approve of it. So we just don't no, know. They're, they're, they're trying to prepare an Armageddon of gamer things <laughs> for a war that they do not know they need to fight or with what weapons. Look, That's what they're trying to do. Our survival That's depends on good windows. So I'm all in support of having good windows because if our computers don't work, you know, that's the beginning of the end. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Although maybe it's good that they're dumb so they don't turn against us. All right, buddy. Any last thoughts? Games you're playing? Games you're looking for? Oh, I have one last thought. It's kind of sad, but I have to say it. Okay. <sighs> It was such a lovely gesture for you to give me the switch, but it's just not happening. Because You're just not playing it, or it's too much. The Xenoblade is too much. The games are too hard for the what I want. Something portable that I go in and out of. Like those games, I really have to concentrate on. You know. Um, mm-hmm. and I have such a backlog on my computer and, and my Sony, I mean, on my PlayStation, like that's, that's ultimately what it is. Um, I'm going to try Xenoblade a little bit more and just like screw around with the other games. Zelda, I, I don't have the patience for not whatsoever. I, it's, it, that's a me thing. That's completely, completely a me thing. Um, but, uh, you know, and it's, I, I don't, the controls aren't comfortable enough, but as you know, I, I so much respect for Nintendo and I can't wait for the next generation. I think it's to be more comfortable to hold. I think the hardware is going to be better and, and all that stuff. Um, I love how it's packaged the dock. I don't know why people hate the dock. The dock is so elegant. It's brilliant. I guess the issue the, with the dock is, is that it scratches the, the scratches, screen. Right, right, right. If yeah. you're not careful. Yep. And my response to that is a, yeah, you need to buy a screen protector. It's a mobile device. The pro, and B, yeah. And, and B, Nintendo probably could have done something better and sure. put rubber on the inside instead of plastic yep. at the same time. Um, no, it's actually, that, that, that's just the Nintendo fault. Actually, they should have done that. <laughs> I actually really like, for some reason, the Joy-Cons. And the Pro Controller is tough because it immediately feels inferior to the PS4 controller. It's not its fault. It's just the PS4 is the best. Um... So, but I like the Pro Controller. I, I, I mean, Zelda was actually really fun where I could sort of wander, walk around, sit on my couch, you know, fuck around. Like, I, I totally get the appeal of the two small controllers. And I, it's, it's healthier. I, I think, you know, like you, um, uh, 
you're not all hunched up. You know what I mean? You're like right. your, your arms and right. your shoulders are free. And that like like that th- th- that that's the like the number one like one of the number one appeals is it feels like you're actually gaming high level games on a high level gamer device versus what we've been doing for years on the 3ds, which is hunched over on a little fold do dual folding screen and try to play games that way. Yeah. I mean, if, if I could play something that has as much like action and interaction as Xenoblade, but is Zelda in, in the breath of the wild world. So basically breath of the wild, but a lot more going on, more people, more towns, more interactions. Like I would love that. Um, and I think it's only a matter of time, uh, before that happens with, with something for it. But I, I do love joy cons. Um, if the weight balance was a little bit better on the, on the unit, I, I would really, really like it. So I, I dig it overall. I super dig it. Um, I love the look of Bayonetta. I don't know if I can play that game and be any good, but like I love the look of it. It's cool it's that you can get games. Game. You just press buttons and yeah. But I love that you can get into the breach on it, and like old school JRPGs are perfect on that system. So yeah. um, that's big, what that's what kept the Switch alive for the entire first year was the slew of indie games that were coming out that were RPG and strategy games. Yep. Best decision they made yep. was putting all of the Steam esque titles onto that device. Yeah. Because. Whew. Yeah, like, I just wish the Japanese developers of titles like Xenoblade don't would not feel like they have to, you know, one up Final Fantasy with, you know, semi real time combat complexity and combos and stuff like that and rely on its really dynamic environment and great story. I mean, I just that's the problem, dude. I want to move forward in the story, but like now I'm in this pit uh, not pit. Now I'm in this giant valley with giant mountains everywhere, and there's like level 73 monsters, and it, he says go up, up, up. Every time I go up anywhere, I get smashed, and it's like that's frustrating in a in a you know a portable device or playing late at night in bed. I'm just like fuck this. I'd rather play my 3ds. Um, but uh, but you know that's Nintendo games. Nintendo games are challenging. I, I think that's 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 such an interesting thing is that it's loved by younger people. Um, you know, in spite of or because of its, it, it's challenging. It's always been that way. The Legend of Zelda original is is renowned for how difficult it was. Um, as is Metroid. Is there a new Metroid coming? So what they did, what what happened was, is they put out a video the other day. Yes, sir. And it basically came down to they were like, listen. We, we know we announced this. It's been a really rough time. It's been a terrible dev cycle. We had to move directors around, and we've had to start development from scratch. Okay. We appreciate you holding with us, but this is the scenario. The okay. game had to be restarted. Okay. It happens. Which would be, like, news suicide for Sony and Microsoft, apparently, but Nintendo did it anyway, so good on them. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, oh, another quick graph here, and then we'll close up uh, in favor of the Switch and, and the PlayStation, but the Switch 2, which is in that same time period I mentioned earlier for units, uh, console units sold, uh, Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4, obviously way ahead in, um, in monthly sales, but for the holidays, that people bought more Switch units than, than PlayStation games, which is very, yeah. very interesting. 
Um, so we will continue to monitor that. You sent me a link. I don't know what this is. It should, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, any, uh, any final thoughts? Um, good, good sir of, of the awkward controllers. Maybe check me out this week when I'm streaming the new destiny content, because I won't be leaving my room to pee <laughs> or anything. So please, <laughs> please come on, drop by at twitch.tv's slash elf underscore fedorable and uh you know again nerdy recommendations you gotta guys gotta check out um uh and rooster teeth genlock um and it's almost the 10th anniversary of the guild the amazing online felicia day youtube show that the first youtube show of its kind um and it's literally about world of warcraft guild that blew up so big that she became had her own company geek and sundry and and it set the whole culture in motion it's on netflix it's free it's six relatively short um or, or like they're like six short movies basically from six different seasons check that out what were you gonna say Heath? You I can now confirm after about 40 hours of yes. playing Six Gathering Storm, it is worth it. But if you do not want to drop $40 on it, plus Rise and Fall, since you're going to have to buy that anyway, oh. and I would totally recommend it if you, do, if, if you don't have it. Yeah. Wait for the summer sale. Wait for the winter sale this year because Steam always puts – or Firaxis always puts their stuff on sale for DLC. So unless you need it right now or you were waiting for confirmation whether it was good or not, just wait for a sale if you don't want to drop $40 on it. Other than that, it's great. I love it. Uh-huh. And Endgame Giant Death Robots are the greatest unit I've ever played with. Holy crap. So, I'm actually going to take short final last word on this one. Um, I'm not going to be able to explain this in time, and I'm just getting started with it. But when you hear Europa Universalis, what do you think of the game? This I'm a nerd. So... <laughs> Europa Universalis is like takes Stellaris, which is in space, put it in Europe between 1400 and 1800, where it's like so accurate down to the day historically, uh, have completely asymmetrical powers, um, an unbelievable amount of economics and sliders. It's so nerdy, the amount of stuff you have to do. But Ethan, you know what's great about the game that I didn't realize and has me hooked? You can't win. I mean, the, you set your own victory conditions. Like, there's okay. no, there's no winning. The, uh, if you make it to like eighteen eleven, the game just stops and says, "Yeah, you made it to eighteen eleven. Like, nice job." But like, so you can play some like tiny state in like Eastern Russia and just like try and survive and like, or like convert your people, or you can play Spain or France and like try and colonize the New World and so forth. Even I've never heard of a game other than maybe the Stanley Parable where there's literally no victory condition. Um, does Stanley Parable have a victory condition? Uh, it has endings. It has endings, okay. But there's 18 different ways the story can be told. So, so, so technically, if you can't win or lose in the traditional sense, it's not a game. It's a historical simulation. Right. Um, thoughts about this, and then we'll wrap up. Seems cool, but not on my alley. It's great for me because I'm writing a historical book in that region during that time so I can simulate all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, but it's certainly not like uh, not, not like a Civ Six victory. Oh, dude, my, my um, Africans are taking over. I, I murdered a, a Gandhi and the Indians. <laughs> nice. Just raised them to the ground. 
Nice. <laughs> nice. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much for being on. Um, hopefully your listeners understand what's going on more because some of this, you know, again, the live service stuff, I- I'm still trying to wrap my head around in general. Um, but, you know, maybe as some of these partnerships uh, lock in and become becomes more clear. So thank you so much for being on. Um, oh, yeah, guys, next time we finally will. That won't be this long, but we will do a short book review of Masters of Doom um, about the id Software guys. Um, do you listen to the audio book? Yeah. I did the audio book and then I did prepare to be my doom right after it. Oh, word. Um, and, uh, and how that relates today and, and, to destiny and to call of duty and so forth and, and so on. So thank you all for joining us. May the force be with you. We'll be coming back at you soon, but for now the Bizzlecast is out. Eyes up great.